It is a very happy new year, or at least I hope it is wherever you are. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, 2021, in the books, Fingers Malloy. And for some people, couldn't come a moment too soon. And it was a long, long, long book, a big book, a long book. It was a long book. What are you talking about books? You said it was 2021's in the books. Oh, it was a long book. I get it now. I did not follow that all the way to its conclusion. You know it's not a long book? (laughs) Let's Let's go go bourbon. bourbon. The book flying off the Amazon shelves. Our book on bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, the recipes, uh, the, the terms, the law, everything you want to know about bourbon in a really easy, fun, good read. Quotes from the famous and infamous Amazon.com, selling great because of you. Be sure to get If you didn't get it for Christmas, it's, it's all right. It's fine. You can get it for Valentine's Day. Arbor Day is coming up sometime. Get it. Let's go bourbon at Amazon.com. But it is the end of the year. And last week, we did our cigars of the year. And for me, it was the day. Did that make you laugh right there? That shameless plug, Fingers Malloy? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing celebrates Arbor Day more than buying a paperback book. Well, <laughs> we believe in using what the Lord has given us. <laughs> the cigar of the year for Fingers Malloy was the uh, Triple Maduro from Camacho. And for me, it was the Davidoff Dominicana 2014. If you haven't uh, caught that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and you get that at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com, Apple Podcasts, Amazon via Audible, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course, Good Pods. But now it's time for Bourbon of the Year. Here's how we do it. Fingers Malloy has three. I have three. And we give them to you now. We start with Fingers Malloy because you can't start drinking without Fingers Malloy. <laughs> and Fingers, when you when you looked at your three bourbons of the year, uh, is is there a theme? Is there a trend? Is there a a something that uh, that made you say this is what I look for in a bourbon? Value. Is that right? Yes. Never heard uh, that before. Right. I mean, that's that's what I'm always looking for. I did this uh, a little bit differently than I did with the cigars. Because uh, my cigar of the year, we didn't actually review on the show this year. Uh, but it was one that I came across uh, that I hadn't had before and really enjoyed it. So my rules for this list, uh, we had to have reviewed it over the past year. Uh, and value was big for me. Everything that I am going to mention on my list, these bottles you can get from anywhere from $25 to $35 a You're bottle. a great American. That is true. I didn't look at price at freaking all. <laughs> it didn't even dawn on me to look at price. Yeah, so like I said, you know, there, there are maybe other bourbons out there that we've already tried uh, that we reviewed, but maybe they were, my, my goodness, we've reviewed bottles that were $500, $600. Uh, a, a bottle that are better than what I picked here, but value means a lot to me. Right. Uh, so we'll start with the number three bourbon on my list, and I, I'm not ashamed to put it on the list, even though we have trumpeted uh, this bourbon before from the Jim Beam Distillery. We reviewed it about six weeks ago. Uh, once again, it's the Old Granddad 114. And it call- is. It is in both of our liquor cabinets. It is an exceptionally good standby. Works all the time. Yeah, and they call it 114 because it's 114 proof. Look at look at Tony. 
it's applauding the fact that it's 114 proof. And I think one of the reasons why you like it so much, Tony, is you're a rye guy. And yes. well, when it comes to the mash bill on uh, the old Granddad 114, it's 63% corn, 27% rye, and 10% malted barley. So uh, maybe gives you a little bit of a rye feel. It, for me, uh, I have to admit, I, I do like a little ethanol on the nose. Do you? A, a little bit. You you want the alcohol punch? Uh, a, a little, a little bit. Yeah, I like the sting on the tongue. I'm not judging. Uh, and you get that with uh, the old Granddad 114. You get the heat on the nose. Uh, you know some of those, you know, notes of cinnamon and brown sugar. Uh, to me, I it's just one of my favorites as far as a, a value brand bourbon goes. Uh, like like I said, it's it's always in my liquor cabinet, but it's not a bourbon for everyone at the table. But still, it's always, uh, if I'm going to have a bourbon, it's always in my cabinet. It's, it is in my cabinet. I do uh, go through it, both my wife and I. It, don't get me wrong, it's it's big, but it just works. It, 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 it hits so much of, hey, what's a traditional bourbon? And, and it, 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 it it brings out for for me just uh yep exactly what I'm looking for when I don't want to have to think about it when I don't want to have to search out all the flavor notes and there are uh, quite a few flavor notes in there don't get don't get me wrong it just works for me it is comfortable for me yeah so I love that it's on your list well and then number two on my list uh is a departure because it's it's not actually a bourbon Tony. What? Uh, because it it it's is it white claw? <laughs> it's white claw, white claw, uh, banana flavored, hard <laughs> seltzer. No, it's uh, it's charcoal filtered. Tony from the fine folks at the Jack Daniels Distillery. It's Gentleman Jack. Did you really Tennessee whiskey? Yes. And by the way, it's that charcoal filtering that takes it out of the world of being bourbon, and they're very very proud of it. They didn't want to actually be bourbon over there Jack Daniels and the whole Tennessee whiskey conversation uh, that's another book for another day <laughs> but it's it, and it's only 80 proof it's a, a departure uh, from you know usually I like to, to go over 100 proof but it is because of that filtering it's it's very smooth there's like no burn or or, or sting on the tongue uh, you get that you get the caramel uh, vanilla notes uh, maybe a hint of banana uh, but for me Jack Daniels, Gentleman Jack, Tennessee whiskey is the type of bottle that you can have at the table that everyone will enjoy, uh, you know, during Christmas if they're willing to try some some whiskey because it's it's very smooth and it, it, it brings a little bit of something that an experienced, you know, whiskey enthusiast will like, but also it wouldn't be something that would turn off someone that is is new to to whiskey. When you were talking cigars, you, you brought up value, and I know it matters to you, and, and it's it's part of your charm as, as we do this, you know, do the show. Did you feel in your list that you really sacrificed? Yeah, there are things I could have picked that would have been better, but... Maybe a little bit, but these, to me, the, the choices on my list are almost as enjoyable if not as enjoyable as some of the, the the bottles that we have tried in the past that have been $80, $85. So to me, it's a no-brainer. If you've if you got a choice, I, I tend to lean towards when you get into a, a higher price point with the bourbon, those are the ones I'm going to want to try at a lounge. 
I want to get a pour at a lounge for some of the the more expensive bourbon. But then the stuff at my house, it's probably going to be more in the 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 twenty five to forty five dollar a bottle range. Hey, I'm I'm not, I'm not knocking that, and because I would not knock Old Granddad one fourteen number three on your list, or the Gentleman Jack number two on your list. But what is number one on your list? We'll have to wait and find out. See, that's called the tease, kids. That's how we do it. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic and wonderful new year wherever you are and you're drinking responsibly. What is number one for Fingers Malloy? What is my top three bourbons of the year? Keep it right here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. So with the new year here and reviewing our top three bourbons for 2021, you got to understand how big bourbon was this year. What COVID has done to the spirits world is absolutely incredible. We've talked about the billion dollars plus up cigars have been and people, you know, they went from being a cigar a week smoker to a cigar a day smoker because they were home because they had the expendable income. And what we're seeing so far is that that trend is holding that people are still indeed smoking. I'm looking forward to seeing what the accoutrements have done. Uh, Lighters, cutters, humidors. Have there been real investments in humidors? It is Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And don't forget, Case Elegance, your place for humidors. You want to use that promo code EDS, Eat, Drink, Smoke, EDS, and you will get uh, some, some wonderful monogramming right there for free on your humidor, they also have their new uh, cigar club, clarocigars.com. Claro Cigar, is it Claro Cigar? Claro Cigars. You know what? You tell us. Fingers will figure that out. But you use my name, Tony Katz, and you will get 50% off your first month. Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. You're going to get premium cigars to your door, whether that is four cigars or 10 cigars a month, depending on what you want. 50% off your first month from their now new subscription service. At clarocigars.com. K-L-A-R-O, clarocigars.com. And Case Elegance, your place for uh, humidors. But I have how bourbon has been going. So this is through Drizzly. The Bevalk Insights 2021 bourbon forecast. And when they take a look at what's been uh, going on, bourbon, yes, fingers? Can I guess what the forecast is? What? Partly sunny with a chance of bourbon later in the afternoon. You you are high 101 proof. <laughs> you are a national treasure. Uh, bourbon is 37% of the share of the whiskey uh, world and 13% of the total liquor category in 2021 to date. However, what's interesting is that when you take a look at bourbon, it is a little bit down compared to other things. The big driver, the higher price. Mm. The increase in price, $100 or more bottle bourbon, went from 6% to 9%. People have said, I'm here. I'm home, or I've decided I like this thing. I want to know what the super premium has uh, to offer. And I thought that was a very interesting number. The, the growth that came from super premium bottles was up 17.4% in 2020. 
And that trend, uh, you know, we're going to be seeing whether or not that trend continues uh, forth. But in, in, in the overall, you saw more tequila growth. And part of that, as we've discussed, is because of tariffs, right? You had no tariff conversation between the United States and Europe. When in, regarding tequila, but you did with bourbon and scotch and things like that. There are actually big fights that went on uh, uh, amongst the European Union and, and the United States on this subject. So tequila had a chance to really grow, and the super premiums like Sincoro and, and, and others got a chance to, to, to build and give people an opportunity. Do you think Americans are re-examining tequila? I mean, listen, growing up, uh, you know, once I hit college, my only tequila experience was Jose Cuervo. Uh, and now you and everybody seeing, else. Yeah, and now you're seeing these premium tequila brands come out. Mike, Michael Jordan. The Sincoro. Uh, you know, that, that brand. You're seeing higher-end tequilas uh, becoming more and more popular, or maybe there's a re-examination uh, by the American palate as to what is tequila and if it's something that is more of a... a, a it's Part of it is because when you saw Jose Cuervo and you thought it was gold, you didn't know about Blanco. And then, and then really, the, the Resposados and the Añejos and, and, and where how that flavor can really kind of move you because tequila is the shot and the salt and, and the lime and the belly button. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> College was good. Um, it wasn't that good. I, hold on. I, I should be honest. It certainly was not say. that good. Uh, but it, but people have turned to it as something you can sip and enjoy and kind of grow. And that's one of the reasons I do think as people look for story and look for interesting, that's where it went. So I, I don't see bourbon going down at this stage of, of the game. I think bourbon has become, for a lot of people, a mainstay. But what's fascinating is how spirits have, have developed into something that people want to try. They want to experience and I think that's what's so great. But Fingers Malloy, if they're going to experience bourbon, well, then they got to know you're number one. Yes. Number three on Fingers Malloy's list for 2021 was the uh, the uh, the old granddad 114. That's right. the An absolute favorite from, from both of us. And then number two for you was the Gentleman Jack. Not a bourbon. Tennessee whiskey, but still very, very acceptable. So that Fingers Malloy leaves us. What is number one on your list? And is it Crystal Pepsi? Well, Crystal Pepsi should be number one on everyone's list, Tony. Mixed with Zima, people. Can't go wrong. Really, the same stuff. Uh, but no, the number one bourbon on my list, the bourbon of the year, uh, it's produced or it's actually owned by the folks at Willet, but bottled under Johnny Drum Distilling Company. We just reviewed this a couple of weeks ago. It's the Johnny Drum Private Stock Bourbon. How did that become your number one? Out of everything we've done, and I'm not knocking it, how did it become your number one? Well, again, you know, going for value, you can find, you know, the old granddad, $114, 26 to $30 a bottle, Gentleman Jack, $30 a bottle. Uh, the Johnny Drum Private Stock Bourbon, it's a little bit harder to find, but you can get it anywhere from $30 to $35 a bottle. It's unique. It's something that you and I, we discussed it on the show a, a few weeks ago. I had never seen it before. Never never heard of it before. We just saw it in, in, on the back bar of Blend Bar Cigar where we record in Indianapolis, Indiana. BlendBarCigar.com was like, all right, let, let, let's go. Yeah, you know, you're, you're like, okay, you know, Willett owns it. Uh, and so we, we decided to give it a go, and it has that. The stuff I look for, I look for a little bit sweeter bourbon. I, I do like the oak. 
Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, to me, vanilla, caramel notes. Uh, you know, you get a little bit of citrus with the, the Johnny drum as well. What's what's good about it, too, or what's different about it is you get a, a, a sting on the tongue, but there's also, it leaves kind of a coating on the tongue, which is a little bit right. different, something that, uh, you know, we don't get a lot. But for me, between uh, the, the vanilla, the, the, the caramel, the citrus notes, a little bit of oak, uh, and also, it's got a, a fun story behind it. You need to look into uh, why, you know, it's called Johnny Drum. Uh, to me, the uniqueness of it, have something different at the table instead of the same old bottle that everybody knows. If you have that bottle at the table, like, who, what is Johnny Drum? I've never heard it's of it. It's got before. a very old school vibe to it, like a Seagram's VO kind of <laughs> feel that your grandfather had. Right, but it it, do, it doesn't play that way. It did play wonderful, played differently on the cube, you yes. know. Now I'm not saying it's the best bourbon I've ever had, but of the bourbon that we reviewed over the past year, I thought it had a fun story. Uh, it's unique, something that you don't see everywhere, and at that price point, I think it's something you should definitely try. Johnny Drum is number one for Fingers Malloy. Now my uh, top three, I didn't pay attention to price at all, people. I. <laughs> I didn't even bother to look. I said, what makes daddy happy? That's how I figured it out. I hope you're having a fantastic and happy and safe new year. Keep it here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So what makes bourbon great? I mean, that's the question that needs to get asked. People have different things that they like in bourbon, different flavors they like in bourbon, different proofs that they like in bourbon. But what makes it great for you? It is Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. A very happy new year. One and all, we're doing our bourbons of the year. But this this question is one that that we're asking. What What is it for you, Fingers Malloy, and that makes bourbon great? First of all, it's the experience. Right. Right? You, I'm there. You, to be able to pull out a good bottle of bourbon and enjoy it with a bunch of friends, uh, to me, that's what makes bourbon great. Also, if the bourbon has a great story, and you know, we have over the years told the story of many bourbon uh, brands, story of, of, of different uh you know where a bottle comes from. The one that really comes to mind for me is Horse Soldier Bourbon. Ah, yes. Where the bottle, part of the bottle is actually the mold was made from steel, steel from, from September 11th. Yes, it's amazing. It's it's things like that. To me, the experience, the story behind the drink, uh, you know, that's what makes bourbon special for me. Story matters. If there's one thing that millennials have actually done well is they've demanded a story. They've demanded that they know the history of something. They want to know what's coming. They want to know why it, it, it exists. That's microphone number three right there, Fingers Malloy. Let me bring in Corey Johnston, a blend bar cigar where we record. And, and first of all, Happy New Year to you. And, yes, and thank yeah. you for everything you've done for us and helping get the show going and and the uh, and the book, Let's Go Bourbon, do a big uh book signing at Blend Bar Cigar, which is in Nashville, it's in Houston, it's in Pittsburgh, and one of the questions we've been asking, Corey, 
is what makes bourbon great. Now, you know this industry better than anybody. You're more of a cigar guy than the drink guy, but your drink knowledge yes. is, yeah, is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So the question is, what makes bourbon great? You know, uh, first of all, Happy New Year. Thank you both, uh, uh, Fingers and, and Tony. You know, um, obviously, it's subjective. You know, it's what you like, the taste profile that you like. But I think there's certain things about bourbon, the characteristics that you have to recognize, and that's that um, the water, the way where it's grown, the corn, where the corn's from. It's you know, it's that limestone water. It's the aging in the winter and in the um, summer. You know that the expand uh, expansion and and uh, back and forth on the um, uh, uh, of the wood into the into the, in the uh, barrel barrel and. And over time, Mother Nature runs it. You know, Mother Nature still rules. So, you know, what makes it great for me is that is that caramel, that butterscotch, all those flavors you get on the palate. And it hits the entire palate. And I, that's what I love about it. I think, uh, and that's what's so nice. There's so many different bourbons. And then you have different proofs and everything else. But you can find a bourbon to accommodate any time of the day. Well, okay, maybe after lunch. Howard <laughs> <laughs> himself in such yeah, a fantastic yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah. speaking my language when you say any kind right, of any right, time of day. Right. It's, but that just, way, <laughs> yeah. that is, I mean, that's a serious question when we talk about cigars. People often ask, what is, you know, a morning cigar? You happen to be smoking the Blend Salomon, which you can yeah. only find yeah. at Blend, which is something you worked on for years. That, that That's a five-year-in-the-making cigar yes, sir. that you're smoking, but that Salomon, you're talking about like eight inches in length. I don't think that's a morning cigar. No. It, is there? A, we'll, we'll get to morning cigars, but is there a morning bourbon? Like in your view, is there something you could do? Well, I know some of those companies make that uh, bourbon uh, uh, cream. You know, that goes good to coffee <laughs> on the weekends. Instead of a Bloody Mary, you know, you have a hey, little I, bourbon cream and coffee. I'm not going to you know? say I've never done that. Buffalo Trace <laughs> yeah, makes Buffalo bourbon Trace. cream. Uh, uh, Jack Harsh, Daniels does yep, now. Truth. Oh, oh, um, Jim you know, Beam just announced uh, they're making some. Um, Evan Williams makes one. Yes. There's a lot, and they're great values, too. They're not expensive. I mean, is, is there a bourbon you find, think though. is better daytime than nighttime? Like, do you, do you find oh, that? Oh, yeah. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't want a big, uh, high-proof bourbon during the day. I'd want maybe, like, a 90-proof. Um, because Fingers really, calls that so, water. Yeah. <laughs> but no question, later at night, you know, your palate uh, needs more. And as a nightcap, you want that high-proof. Uh, you know that high proof, uh, right, sure. big flavor, especially after a meal or with a big cigar. Like right now, you know, I'm I'm drinking the the Pappy 12 year old, and it's wonderful. You and know? we did I mean, uh, just last week. We did the old rip. Yeah, that's uh, right. The, the, the tenure, the tenure, yeah, yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's funny. It's one of those things where I get it. I don't know if I get what happens on the secondary and tertiary yeah, markets yeah, yeah, yeah. with that. It's incredible. Talking to Corey Johnson, yeah, yeah. the owner of Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, also Nashville, Pittsburgh, and Houston, blendbarcigar.com. When we talk about bourbon, we get into very much the conversation of experience. Yes. And you run what has been called one of the great lounges in America, and it's been ranked one of the great lounges in America. It's a very different feel. Is this to set up the experience to more enjoy the drink, or is this just how you see people enjoying themselves sure you know uh, yes i think more the latter i think at the end of the day it's nice to be able to go to a place decompress and have a nice cocktail a nice cigar if you want that's why you invested in the ventilation system so if you don't enjoy a cigar you're still not overwhelmed with smoke but at the end of the day you want to be able to go out and and, and 
relax and enjoy yourself and, and experience really some great quality bourbon or whiskeys and great quality cigars. And, and through all that, you form some friendships uh, or if you just need some, you know, quiet time. And I think that's what's so wonderful about it, you know. We talk a lot about when it comes to cigars. If you're new to cigars, don't be afraid to ask questions when you Correct. go into a place yeah, like Ben, yeah, ben yeah. Bar Cigar. What about people that have never really gotten into bourbon? Uh, what are some uh, of the questions that they should ask sure. someone experienced? We do, we, do a, uh, we do a similar approach, just like cigars, you know. Uh, what have you tried? We ask, what have you tried in the past? What's your history? And then we ask, you know, um, uh, mild, medium, full-bodied. And, and But we tell people that um, initially it is good to start it like you guys do on your show. You start it neat, and then you may finish it neat, or you may put it on the big rock or on ice chips. That changes the profile. But you don't want to overwhelm somebody brand new because then they'll never come back, and they'll miss the whole point, right? And so that's where they do need that water or ice chips to sort of break it down, sweeten it up a little bit, you know. And um, But I will say that uh, when new people discover it, you see it on their face, it's wonderful, especially when they go, oh, my gosh, you know, how does this work again? How, how does bourbon get so nice like this, you know? And right. It's Mother Nature at the end of the day, you know. Corey Johnson, Blend Bar Cigar, I appreciate you taking the time. Man, thank you so much. 2021 is behind us. 2022 is going to be a great rocking year, and uh, I'm sure we're going to have some fine cigars and fine bourbon to, to enjoy this year. So thank it, you it, both, if man. If not, there will be trouble. Yeah, thank you both, man. <laughs> appreciate Absolutely, it. man. Appreciate, appreciate you. Uh, I, the, the question still sits, I think it sits for everybody, what makes bourbon great? And I'm with you, Fingers, that experience is a, is a large a part of it. I, I think experience matters. Uh, for me, and what, what I've discovered in the show... I mean, three years we've been doing this, Fingers Malloy. Three years. Unreal. Uh, I am much more a rye guy than I am a bourbon guy. That's why I can't put a finger on. Even though lately I've been craving kind of like big oak kind of things. I've been really, really craving that. Uh, I think that what I have determined is that what makes bourbon great is that I am allowed to change and there's something to change with me. There's... I hate to, to use the word growth, but you're right. Maybe adapting or learning new things about your palate is something uh, that, that is important. I hate to use the word journey because that's used a lot, too, when it comes to stuff. But, you right. know, kind of uh, you know, your journey into becoming a bourbon enthusiast, I think that that is something that's enjoyable. Most important when it comes to stuff like this is don't be, a tra don't be afraid to try new things. If, if we've taught anything, it should be that. Because, you know what, that's, that's probably it. What makes bourbon great is that you can try new things. I appreciate Corey Johnston. Uh, we've got, of course, what we've been doing as our uh, bourbons of, of the year. I've got my bourbon of the year coming up. But for Fingers Malloy, it was the Johnny Drum, which we had never heard of <laughs> until we found it on the shelf at Bledge. We're like, okay, we'll try. And Fingers are like, yes, yes, please more of that it is new year's people make your resolutions or not we don't judge we've got more coming up this is eat drink smoke our new book let's go bourbon the bourbon reader you've always needed is now available on amazon.com and our website eatdrinksmokeshow.com pick up a copy today it is a new year that doesn't mean you have to throw out your old bottle you should sip it and enjoy it. I only hope you're sipping it and enjoying it 
right now. But if you were going to pick three bourbons to have, well, I got those for you. Fingers Malloy had his picks of the year here on mine. It is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Happy New Year to you, Fingers, and to the family and the kiddos and everybody in Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation. Fingers Malloy started with the old granddad, 114, at number three. He then went to the Gentleman Jack at number two, and his number one bourbon of the year was the Johnny Drum, which you can find for about $35 a bottle. He focused on the dollar amount, on the value to get to his top three. You know what I said? <laughs> I did not pay attention to price at all. Did you say value schmalue? I, I may have. I will from now on. And I said, what is it that absolutely moved me? This year, what was it like? This was something interesting. This was enjoyable. This was different. I'd do it again. It's, you know, it, I went with not necessarily what was in my liquor cabinet, but rather what was it that I was like, this is good. Two of these three were in my liquor cabinet. In my liquor cabinet right now. And we'll start with my number three pick, bourbon of the year, and it's not a bourbon. I think this is the second year in a row I've put it on my list because I'm just a sucker for it. It's the Pikesville Rye. Ah, nice. The Pikesville Straight Rye Whiskey is just, to me, terrific. Now, a rye is different than a bourbon because a bourbon, by law, is 51% corn. A rye is 51% rye, and then you have other grains that go in there. So I enjoy a little bit of that rye spice, and I have found differences between mid Midwest ryes and, and East Coast ryes. That water's a little bit different. You get, a, you get a, a different beast out of it. The Pikesville rye with that right little bit of caramel, that little bit of citrus, and one of the funniest descriptions ever given of any liquor we've had by the whiskeyjug.com, marzipan which we joke about constantly, but it really does a good job of explaining that, that bit of sweetness. There, look, there are only so many words to describe like sweet, so they came with marzipan. Okay, look, it, uh, you, you say that that's good. That's a good description, a good way to put it. Uh, I would love to do a national poll, and we may do this over at the Fingers Malloy Institute for Institutes. Right. Uh, who actually knows what marzipan tastes like? <laughs> I've never heard of marzipan. I don't. Th if I tasted it, I don't know that I've tasted it. I, what? How would you describe marzipan? Um, uh, it, it, it tastes like uh, Pikesville rye, <laughs> and it, it, it's. I just find everything about it, whether whether it's neat or whether it's it's on a rock, and then that one's a, for me a big rock. It just works. It works all weather uh, for me, and it is in my liquor cabinet. I have become a rye guy. I I do. I enjoy rye tremendously. Uh, and if you ask me all rise, the answer is no. Well, I appreciate, for example, what the whistle pig guys do. Not my rye. I don't know what it is about it. It's just not where I'm at. But Pikesville absolutely is where I'm at and is number three on my list. I, I freely admit I'm not a rye guy, but the one thing that I do appreciate about the Pikesville rye, 110 proof, ladies and gentlemen. All the applause. The applause right there from Fingers uh, Malloy, I'm a, I'm a fan. Now, number two on my list was another one of those that we simply just came upon. Just came, by the way, Pikesville Rye, fifty dollars a bottle. Okay, fifty bucks a bottle. I say yes and do it. 
just like we came upon the Johnny Drum by accident, we came upon Stellum Bourbon, S-T-E-L-L-U-M, by accident. Just saw it at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis and said, never saw it, never heard of it, try it. What is interesting here is that Stellum is this is this mix. It is a mix of three Indiana bourbon mash bills, two of which are what? High rye mash bills. And maybe that's why I like it so much. The third one being almost uh, all corn, and that is how uh, the people at Stellum uh, describe it. Uh, these, these barrels uh, were both Kentucky and Tennessee. So you have something that's distilled and aged in Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana. And they brought that uh, t- together, and I was just so happy with with what it it, it, it brought. Um, a little bit of, of, of vanilla, a little bit of, of that sweet. There was this this the spice that came underneath. It wasn't just cinnamon; it was also a baking spice kind of thing, almost a pie uh, kind of flavor uh, going on there. Because I, I I've had it since uh, a little bit of an apple pie, I, I guess I would call it. And I just said, this is, it's something that could easily go wrong when you're talking about the blended. Something that easily could play shtick. Just wonderfully concocted, wonderfully put together. And I said, yeah, this was a, a such a pleasant, good surprise for me uh, this year that, that Stellum Bourbon made it onto the list and is number two. And $55 a bottle. Okay, you're not getting crazy here. No, no I don't think I'm going crazy. Wait, I didn't look at price at all. Oh. I said, what What made me happy? I didn't look at price at all. I think it's a great choice. And the other thing that makes me happy about that choice, Tony, is it's almost 115 proof. The applause. The applause right there. Yeah, you know, the the, the idea of value. I, I never say you're wrong, Fingers. And I don't believe that you are. You got to know what, what moves you. Does does the thing move me for the price? There are times where a value is nine ninety nine, and there's a sometimes the value is nine ninety nine. It's just a question of where the decimal point is. Right. So that yeah. that's just it. What is it that we're talking about? What is it that is experiential about it? What what is in in happening around me that makes me think? That, does this make sense? And both of these, both the Pikesville and the Stellum, say yes. Well, to me, I think you can make a, a connection between bourbon and cigars. You have your everyday cigar that maybe you're not going to spend 20 to $25 a stick on. And you have your everyday bourbon. I'm not saying I don't go out and buy a $50, $60, $70 bottle of bourbon, but that's for a special occasion. It's not something that's going to be my everyday bourbon. But... $55 is completely reasonable. I do have to admit, I do have quite a few everyday $20 cigars. Oh. Well. I don't know if you've seen my humidor lately. Yeah. I, I, it's been a while. But uh, it looks pretty good right now. <laughs> and uh, my humidor. Oh, <laughs> uh, Norm, uh, gone too soon. Yeah. We lost Norm McDonald and Cloris Leachman in the same year. Heaven is funny as a mother right now. And you lost Norm McDonald and Bob Dole in the same year, and Norm went first. I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh at that or not. Norm McDonald did a Bob Dole impression on Saturday Night Live. That was that was wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful and, and splendid. So those are two of my top three. Now, I'll get to my top bourbon in, in a moment. I can't wait uh, to explain to you why. Remember something. These are our choices for bourbon of the year. Who the 
hell knows if we're right. <laughs> Just because we've said it doesn't mean you feel the same way. What is your bourbon of the year? Let us know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. What was it for you? Take a picture. Share it with us. Show us what it is that you were drinking, what moved you, and tell us why. What is it? Was it price? Was there something happening? Was there a flavor profile? Would love to hear it. That's at the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. It is the new year, people. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Now, as far as I know, bourbon is kosher. Now, kosher, uh, for those of you who are Jewish like myself, you're talking about rules, right? What makes a food acceptable to eat? This is biblical, people. That's the kind of people we are here. We dig deep at Eat, Drink, Smoke. Welcome. Happy New Year. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Over at Buffalo Trace, they have kosher Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and they're now doing their, their second run of it. I had the story, but I wasn't able to bring it up. So you can bring that up, Fingers Malloy. Um, and as they describe it, in order to satisfy Passover requirements, these barrels were sold to a non-Jewish executive in a ceremony witnessed by a representative uh, from the Chicago Rabbinical Council. And after aging for seven years, the wheat recipe bourbon was bottled at 94 proof ensuring the bottling lines were clean beforehand and no contact was made with non-kosher spirits. And the wheat recipe bourbon stands alone. Now, what makes that interesting is that Passover, of course, you're not having anything with, with leavening, right? The whole story about the Jews and the exodus from Egypt and the, the, the Egyptians were on their tail and Moses is saying, would you people please get a move on? And, is and that what he said? It's what he said. He, he was a very direct man, that Moses. And he had a stick. And he's like, come on. And so there was no time for the bread to rise, the leavening to take place. So that's how you get matzah. Because they did not have time for the bread to rise. And that's how matzah, which some people call a cracker, which is wrong. It's matzah. That's how it came to be. So the question always was, can you drink bourbon on Passover? Now, that Bourbon is in and, of, in and of itself kosher is true. I, I, would, I would doubt a rabbi would disagree with me. But if it's made with wheat and, and certain grains, no, it wouldn't be kosher for Passover because you do not eat bread on Passover. So I am not sure how they engage the idea that you can have a wheated bourbon for Passover. But neither here nor there, it's a super cool idea. It is a super cool idea. Uh, they released it in 2021, and at the time of the release, back in April, they said that it will also be available in 2022. Um, so this will be a thing for you know you if you want to have. Uh, I, I think, by the way, I don't think you have to be Jewish to drink it. I just want all, all my, my, my non-Jewish friends uh, drink and enjoy. As the website discusses it, released after Passover each year, this wheat recipe bourbon stands alone. Thus, you don't have it on Passover. There was, I, mean, I couldn't figure out how they were even... Th you wouldn't have it on Passover. You just wouldn't. Even when, when Passover came this year, I skipped the bourbon. I, I went right to the wine. I went right uh, to the wine, and you should do a kosher for Passover wine as, as, as well. The, 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 the fruit of the vine is always okay. I'm confused. That's all right. It's, it's, it's all right. 
Trust me, I, I'm only talking about uh, holidays here. No circumcision required to be a part of this conversation. But boy. I can drink it on Arbor Day. Oh, you can do anything on Arbor Day. <laughs> but since they bring up wheat, uh-huh. the weeded bourbon craze, if you will, that was really started by Pappy, Pappy Van Winkle and, and that whole world. Uh, what is a weeded bourbon? A weeded bourbon uses wheat in the place of rye to add flavor to the mash bill. So a bourbon, as we know, is 51% corn. And then there's usually rye or, or, or barley that's added as part of the mash bill. So you've got corn, you've got rye, you've got barley in different configurations, and that's how you create a mash bill. And then in, in the oak, you get whatever it is that, that nature wants to impart through the wood uh, in, into, into the juice. So a weeded bourbon uses wheat in the place of rye in order to create that, 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 that flavor, right? That, that um, kind of sweeter, smoother profile. And I, it's, it's Pappy, you could argue, Pappy Van Winkle that made that famous. Well, a lot of people have been getting into the weeded's. And my bourbon of the year, Fingers Malloy, mm-hmm. I know you've been asking, hey, Tony, what's your bourbon of the year? Hey, Tony, what's yeah. your bourbon of the year? I am so glad you asked. It is the Old Elk Weeded Bourbon. It is just fantastic. Now, they also do a rye that I adore like a mother. But the Old Elk Weeded Bourbon, 51% corn, right over the edge to ensure that it's a bourbon, 4% malted barley, and 45% wheat. So it's almost a one-for-one on the corn and on the bourbon. Comes in at 92 proof. Nice, easy, easy drink. Uh, a little a bit of, of syrup, a little bit of black pepper. Um, I just, when, when I first tried it, I just said, this knocks me out. One of the rare times, we've had bourbons, and you guys have heard me describe it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's fun. Old Elk was like, yeah. Boom. Right there. Now, we reviewed this. Did we not? Oh, yes, we have. I, I, because I remember going over some of the notes on this, and one of the things that I was struck by was uh, there were, you know, some descriptions of it being on the nose uh a, a note of bubble gum. Yeah. And I remember us talking about that, which was which was interesting and something that we hadn't encountered before. Right. It's like the marzipan of noses. <laughs> uh, I, I, so to start with, I think that sometimes you run out of terminologies to explain what it is you're experiencing. And also remember that the nose is picking up flavors that the taste buds can't. Mm-hmm. The nose has so many more receptors. You're getting so much. That's why it makes it so interesting. How many times have we reviewed something where the nose had absolutely nothing to do with the flavor? Absolutely. And it just, we, we would get a nose of X and we would be greeted with Y and Z. Mm-hmm. And that happens constantly, constantly. And so I think bubblegum is just an interesting way of explaining something that, that has a sweetness and almost... A, Almost like a sweet chalky kind of thing going on. Yeah, I, I think you bring up a good point because when you try to review something, there's only so many times you can say, oh, it's a sweetness to it. Maybe some brown sugar or uh, some, some vanilla or, or caramel. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see where you're getting it. But is there anything else there? Is there another description, a descriptor that you could use uh, that is similar uh, because listen, it's not like when you have this, you're it, it's it's like uh, hubba bubba, 
Yeah, anything. exactly. Like, it's Big League Chew. <laughs> Hints of vanilla and Big League Chew. <laughs> Sign me up for that. Right? Yeah. I, I get a little bit of toffee and bazooka joe. <laughs> I, so, I, so, exactly. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, I think 2022 is going to be the year for us when we're posting things at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. We will start doing some of our tasting notes. Just a little bit of what we get out of it so we can help, uh, you know, as, as you're looking at things. So you're not, I mean, people listening to the podcast we love and the podcast has exploded and really appreciate that. Uh, but just to make it just a little more reference guide, a little easier. Now, this is $65 a bottle. Didn't stop me for a second from putting it on top of the bar. Look, you, again, $65 a bottle is an outrageous. We have reviewed... Uh, bourbon that has been much more expensive than that. All these are reasonably priced bourbons, Tony. You didn't go crazy. Uh, but I didn't look at price. No. I looked at what, what moved me. The Pikesville Rye was my number three. The Stellum, S-T-E-L-L-U-M, the Stellum bourbon, that blend of three is my number two. My number one for 2021 is the Old Elk Weeded Bourbon Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah. Treat yourself. Make that happen. Hope you're having a very happy new year. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. What are do's and don'ts? So hopefully a happy new year for you, everybody. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. He's rocking a Fiat Lux. That was on my top three cigars. For 2021, you gotta love it. Me, the LaFleur Dominicana 25th anniversary. Yes, I'm a happy man. But this is our year in review, and we're talking bourbon. And one of the questions is about do's and don'ts. We did this on cigars. I wanted to bring it to you for bourbon fingers, Malloy. What? Because often, like, like the big question we're asked is, uh, I'm new to bourbon. What's the thing I should try? And it's like, oh, I, don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Tell me about yourself. You know, it says Corey Johnson of Blend Bar Cigar Discussed. Tell me a little bit about you. Tell me about little things going on. But then it's asked, like, can I I add water? Can I do this? What about, what are, as you see it, the non-official rules, what are do's and don'ts? Well, first of all, if you're going to uh, drink, make sure you have, you know, your bottle to share with everyone. That's the first thing. Don't just have it all to yourself. Uh, And... One of the other things that I would definitely start if you're if you're new to drinking bourbon, and we talked a little bit about this with Corey earlier, is maybe do a little research to find out what the flavor profile is of that particular bourbon uh, before you, you jump right in. Because especially if you're new, the one thing that you don't want to see people do is get turned off. They get a, you know they they start off on the wrong foot and then they never go back. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And there are great sites out there. We use them. We talk about them when, when, when we do. There are too many to name. But we, we, of course, we say, okay, this is what we're seeing. What are some other people seeing? We do it with cigars. The guys at Cigar Coop are excellent, excellent guys. Yep. And, and they're, they're way wonkier than we are. Like, they're way detailed. But we love it because, you know, it's they're giving us some information. And, and we're like, hmm, that doesn't match up or that totally matches up. You know, uh, uh, final third cigar. What, what, what he's doing right there. There's a lot of good people out there who've got good reviews. And check out a couple and see if you can pick a theme. And see if it matches what you did. Right? So right. drink yours first. Then <laughs> take a look at some reviews and see if it matches up. Yeah. And listen, I, I know some people really get judgmental over uh, 
you know, if, if you see someone who's uh, mixing their bourbon with something you don't think they should mix it with, it's it's their bottle. It's their drink. Right. That's fine. Let let them uh, do what they do. And if you don't like it, then you just just don't do what they do. It's 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 that simple. Uh, the other thing that I, I would say is, to me, there is uh, you can always salvage a bad bourbon. If yeah, this was a big thing of yours. I don't remember if it made the book. The book, of course, Let's Go Bourbon, which is available at Amazon.com. If you didn't get it for Christmas, that's okay. Valentine's Day is around the corner, and nothing says I love you like Let's Go Bourbon. <laughs> um, you were the, I, I don't know if it made the final edit. I can't remember right now. It didn't. But Oh, well, that's, that's a pity. But you were big on this subject. The idea of just because a bourbon doesn't work for you neat doesn't mean it can't work for you in that old-fashioned or in that Manhattan or anything else. Yeah, or the hot toddy. I mean, listen, you, you, to me, for my taste, I don't want to use a top, really, really top-shelf bourbon in a cocktail. Uh, to me, that's something that I like to just drink neat right, on its own. But if you found a bourbon that uh, maybe isn't top shelf, that maybe isn't something you would enjoy neat or on, on the rocks or with a little splash of cool water in it, make that hot toddy with it. Try a Manhattan. There's nothing wrong with that. You try. It's much better to do that than just waste a bottle. hundred percent. And the other, and one of my do's and don'ts: do not, don't be afraid of high proof. And I think we've proven that. Don't get me wrong. When something's over 100 proof, Fingers Malloy is giving it the applause, and he's just thrilled with it and overjoyed. We have a lot, had a lot of things over the year that were over 100 proof that didn't play that way at all. And the high proof can scare people. Don't let it scare you. Let it be something you try. you got to ask yourself, is the bottle price worth it, right? We're always, we're always talking about that. But people get turned off by it. It's like when they see a cigar with that dark wrapper, like a Connecticut Broadleaf, or, or, you know, you picked your cigar of the year was the Triple Maduro from Camacho. Oh, that's too dark. It's too strong. No, 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 no. Not necessarily. That's why you have to be willing to try things and invest in things. Yeah, whether it's bourbon or whiskey, one of the things that you should keep in mind, though, is uh, while you shouldn't be turned off necessarily by the high-proof stuff. You shouldn't be scared of, of, of trying it. You should be aware of it being high-proof because obviously it's going to have an impact on you more than something that's lower-proof. If we go outside of, of, of bourbon for a second, just talk about something like Jack Daniel's Single Barrel. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you could get into uh, the 130s, even uh, the low 140s as far as proof goes on a Jack Daniel's Single Barrel. But then if you try something like Redneck Riviera, the blended American blended whiskey. John Rich's John Rich, whiskey. I believe that's 80 proof. Yeah. So you know, pay attention to what you're, you're drinking because if you say, I'm just going to have one, well, that one Jack Daniel's Single Barrel will have much more of an impact on you uh, than the Redneck Riviera. Now, that is a, a blended whiskey, so different than a bourbon, but conceptually... Right. I'm absolutely totally with you. If there is a theme that that we have found in in doing these these end of year shows, right? We, bourbon of the year, cigar of the year, and it is. I hope you're all having a happy new year. Really and truly, hope it's just wonderful. It is that fear is the killer. Fear is the thing that keeps people from trying. It keeps them from enjoying. And in this world, one of the things that is the fear is the wasting of money. Which is, I mean. I think there's a little bit of natural to this, and also there's a little bit of code and creed to this. You fingers, value matters tremendously. I'm willing to spend more, 
right? It's just, it's just we have a natural difference in that. Right. But it does. It affects how you play the game. But there have been times this year when you're like, wait, $60 a bottle? Yeah, I'll do it. Because it just mattered. That it was that good for you. It, it depends on what your whole mentality is when it comes to bourbon. Now, I, I happen to know I probably go through a little bit more bourbon during the year than Tony. I, I drink a little bit more than him. So I'm, I'm buying more bottles. I'm looking for the value. I'm looking for something that is, is very good, that it hits me right at a, a, a good price. But there's, I'll also splurge and, and buy a special bottle that may cost, for, for me, my, my limit's around $70, $80 a bottle. But we've had, my goodness, we've had uh, bourbon that's cost, in, in the aftermarket, you know, $500, $600, maybe $1,000. Not, not for me. But, uh, you know, Tony's got like six bottles of that stuff. I, I, so I have a <laughs> bottle of Elmer, Elmer T. Lee, which is about 400 bucks, and we will drink that this year. And I have a bottle of Old Forester Birthday Bourbon 2021. And you can find that bottle for $1,000. And there it is. And we will drink that bottle. I'm actually thinking of doing a whole event with that bottle. It's, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun. Uh, but admittedly, some of them were gifts. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Well, they were both gifts. They were gifts. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about uh, the the thing. Do I feel okay with spending a thousand bucks? No, not on every day. But if there was something like I want to try that, I will get. I will do it, and I will drink it. Nothing, nothing. Fingers Malloy is being saved. Nothing at all. And there's nothing wrong with buying a, a bottle of bourbon for a gift that isn't $100 a bottle. We've seen plenty of occasions where you can go and look for highly rated bourbon that's $30, $40, $50 a bottle. Nothing wrong with that. Fingers picked the Johnny Drum as his bourbon of the year. Myself, the Old Elk Weeded. That is our bourbon of the year selections. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful and happy new year. Really and truly do. And don't forget, uh, you know, people have been supporting the show by getting the book, Let's Go Bourbon. And of course, ordering from my pillow and using promo code tony the pillows the my pillow pillow the my pillow slippers the my pillow robes the my pillow cardigans the my pillow giza dream sh- bed sheets the my pillow towels oh i get choked up just thinking about it go to mypillow.com I'm talking about things that are made in america don't have any of the back order issues so if you're looking for late christmas gifts it is there for you mypillow.com you go to the radio listener square and you enter uh, uh, there you click that and you enter promo code tony t o n y and that's how you're going to get the crazy discounts on everything MyPillow has to offer, all made in the United States. You've got uh, you know, 60-day money-back guarantees, great opportunities for you to be able to try some really wonderful made-in-America products. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TONY when you do it, and that's how you're going to get uh, the discounts. It's never too late to buy a gift. Never too late to get the gift from MyPillow.com. Promo code TONY, MyPillow.com. Promo code Tony. It's a fantastic new year, everybody. Let's go enjoy it. That's Fingers Malloy. I'm Tony Katz. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today.